With us today is Mario Canamo, our friendly banker from New York, London, Zurich, and uh, he gives us a report of what's going on in Europe and how it affects us in the United States. Mario, good morning. How are you? Yes, good morning, Cats Roundtable. I'm very well, thank you. So let's just uh, start the program off with a discussion regarding the European Central Bank and the fact that they increased the interest rate by 25 basis points um, earlier this week. Uh, they are on schedule to increase it once again in July. And now 80% of the analysts out there are saying that they will most likely continue to increase the interest rates uh, in September. Uh, the European Commission, for its part, has said that all the European countries should not be providing any more salary increases. Companies should stop providing salary increases in order to help fight this uh, battle against inflation. And they've also said that moving forward, all of the energy subsidies that various governments around the European Union were giving to individuals uh, for their households to subsidize high energy costs, those now need to stop. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the fall and in the winter when the weather turns and people will need a lot of natural gas uh, in order to heat their homes once again. Uh, understood. And, and uh, the, in the United States, they raised interest rates uh, by, uh, well, they, did, they paused interest rates. In Canada, they raised it a quarter point. But Powell in the United States threatened to increase rate, interest rates in the future which I think they should consider dropping rates because they're, they're ruining the real estate economy. They're ruining the banks. I mean, you ruin the banks and you ruin the real estate economy in the United States. What's next? Yes, well, the same thing is going to apply to Europe. And once again, I have to say they're all uh, working together and they're all increasing rates. And I'm not sure why they're increasing them so dramatically. And they're not pausing to see if the measures they've taken thus far will actually have an impact on bringing inflation down. So far, we are seeing inflation is slightly coming down, but that's driven primarily by the fact that the costs of energy have come down dramatically. But there's, uh, it is what it is, and unfortunately, a lot of people will suffer in the form of higher uh, payments that they're going to need to make in Europe regarding their mortgages, which, as we've discussed before, are not fixed for 30 years. They're actually uh, mortgage rates which move along with interest rates up or down. Exactly. Uh, tell us about Ukraine, Russia, anything going on new there? Yes, uh, there's a lot of things uh, I wanted to touch on there. Uh, there is a very large NATO exercise that's occurring in Germany. It's called Air Defender 23 with roughly 10,000 people participating from 25 countries and 250 aircraft. Um, the goal, of course, is for them to be able to show that NATO can deter any type of an attack from any other country on European uh, or NATO member countries. Uh, the Secretary General of NATO, Mr. Stoltenberg, said something very interesting. He said that basically the more gains that the Ukraine is able to achieve in its counteroffensive that's now been launched against the Russian invasion, the stronger their negotiating hand will be at the peace table. Now, that I find a very interesting statement because, uh, if you recall, when this all started, nobody was prepared to discuss anything but the complete removal of all Russian troops uh, from the Ukraine and back to what the original borders were. We've now moved the marker, and it looks like NATO is saying there's going to be a negotiation uh, at the peace table, and therefore we need to just go into it with a stronger hand. 
which Understood. in and of itself is interesting because uh, if we know we're going to negotiate, maybe it makes sense to negotiate now instead of actually uh, having a lot more people die uh, for what may ultimately be uh, a futile effort and being able to have a stronger position at the negotiating table. Uh, I got two more questions because we're on limited time today. Nucle nuclear bombs in Belarus, is that serious? Is that going to happen? Uh, they're tactical nuclear warheads, and it looks like they've already been transported and put into the Belarus, uh, into the country of Belarus. Uh, I don't anticipate uh, they're going to be giving uh, the uh, access codes and the ability to the Belarus Belarusians to uh, actually activate those and fire those. Those will remain under lock and key by the Russians themselves. But it is a it, it is an escalation by the Russian side, uh, and I think that. The Russian side is adamant about uh, the fact that it now controls roughly 20% of the Ukrainian uh, eastern territory, and it's not prepared to give that back. One more question, and we got a, less than 40 seconds. Is uh, they're under Saudi Arabia is undermining the United States? What goes on with that? Uh, I don't think it's uh, necessarily undermining the United States. I think Saudi Arabia is beginning to see that the world itself is changing very quickly, that Russia and China, along with the BRICS countries, are actually taking strong initiatives. We now know also that President Macron of France has actually asked to be invited and to attend the BRICS summit, which will happen in August in South Africa. We know that uh, Egypt itself has formally applied to join the BRICS. I don't think Saudi Arabia itself is undermining. I think Saudi Arabia is seeing the quote-unquote shifting sands, uh, and it therefore wants to make sure that it's positioned to do what is necessary. And um, uh, and you uh, have the probable. Saudi and you have the United States uh, Secretary of State on the way to China. Is that yes. an appeasement? Um, no, I think it's uh, real politique. We need to sit down and we need to speak with the rest of the world. Right now, what America and what Europe, who's following America, is doing is obviously not working. The idea that we think that NATO is strong and the idea that we think we can actually live in a bubble and we don't need access to three-quarters of the remaining world's population is ridiculous. We need Thank to you. speak with people, we need to negotiate with people, and we need to have good trade agreements with all the countries in the world. Thank you so much, and we'll catch up with you again next week. Thank you, Mario Economo. Thank you, Mr. Katsimatidis. Enjoy your day.